ChamberCast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Pennington. Every time you turn on the news, you're reminded that the world is full of risks for your business, your health, and even your life, but there are ways to manage them. This week, our guest, John Briggs, owner of America First Response, is going to talk to us about the resources that they have that can help your business be prepared. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Okay, so John, can you please maybe introduce your business and yourself to us so our listeners kind of can get to know you better? Uh, Like you said, my name is John Briggs. Uh, America First Response is our business. We do CPR training, first aid, EMS education. Been here in Billings for about a year now. Mm -hmm. You started the business a year ago? Yes. Have you been here just a year? No, I've been here for about nine years. Oh, okay. I moved up here from Arizona. Okay. And what made you move here? I'm curious. Something different. Yeah. And Montana, you just, did you close your eyes and pull out a map and just. No, I had a friend of mine that had moved up here uh, quite a few years before that. Okay. And they convinced me to come give it a try. And that was over 10 years ago. And I haven't left. Awesome. Since, so. You just fell in love. And so you didn't leave. So you talked a little bit about the things that you do. Are there any other offerings that you have? Or maybe you can tell us what's unique about your business compared with maybe some other businesses that offer training opportunities. We offer many different training opportunities. Kind of what we feel sets us apart from most of our competition is we focus strictly on education. Oh, okay. So we're not you know, teaching while running an ambulance or teaching while trying to run another business. Mm -hmm. Education is all we do. So we teach CPR, we teach first aid, Mm -hmm. uh, we do full EMT training programs, we do wilderness first aid training, we do a program called AVERT, which is active violence emergency response training, and we do youth mental health first aid. That's a lot of different trainings that you do. And we're working on more. Do you have like certain professionals that work for America First Response? I mean, you you are not doing all those trainings yourself, right? No, Um, no. There are three of us that do the trainings. All of us are current licensed DMTs in the state of Montana. Okay. Uh, We're also certified in instruction for every program that we teach. Mm -hmm. So with American Heart Association, with Health Mm -hmm. and Safety Institute. We're lead instructors with the state as part of our EMT licenses. Mm-hmm. So we have a, we have a broad range of what we're able to do, but we make sure that we're giving the best trainings that we can to our customers. Right. And so what kind of like maybe give us an example of some businesses or customers that you've had recently, like what they've had you come do for them. We do we do a lot of OSHA compliant CPR first aid oh, training. Right. Okay. Meeting the OSHA requirements, especially right now, OSHA with the seasons heating up. Mm-hmm. OSHA is doing a big push right now for heat stroke, heat awareness. Oh, right. Okay. Helping to keep your employees safe, mm-hmm. keep them hydrated. Yeah. Um, so we we actually offer a product called Working Athlete mm-hmm. that is similar to a sports drink, oh, but yeah. it's a lot healthier. It's a lot less sugar and it doesn't have, it has natural caffeine, so it doesn't have the crash effects. Yeah. So let's talk about, I was on your website and I think that I asked you this question. You came and spoke at our board, but you were talking about the wilderness emergency training. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I'm 
an avid backpacker. And actually I was like, oh man, can I make it to this next training, which you're having in a couple of weeks? So tell me what that looks like, what it, what, what it's, what it entails. It's a two day training program. Uh, we run them on Saturday and Sundays and it teaches you how to deal with not only trauma or situations like that in the mm-hmm. backcountry, but also medical. We teach okay. about altitude sickness. We oh. teach, you know, how to deal with GI problems, mm-hmm. how to, you know, when we do deal with trauma, how to, how to handle a broken leg or a broken arm. Right. Um, and what, what supplies you should carry with you mm-hmm. in the backcountry mm-hmm. that are both lightweight, but mu- usually multi-use. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the course, uh, you receive your basic first aid certification. You receive your CPR certification. Oh, nice as well as your wilderness add-on. We take the last part of the last day and we actually go out, not really far into the backcountry, mm-hmm. but we get out there to where you can, we can make the scenarios more realistic so yeah. it ties your training. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you actually take yes. people into the backcountry. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah we usually awesome. use like Riverfront Park area okay, or something yeah, like that, yeah. just, to, just so it feels yeah. more realistic yeah. and you kind of understand it and... We set the scenario mm-hmm. and then I stand back and let you do it. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I went backpacking with some friends, I don't know, five or six years ago. And we had someone that got pretty injured, but we had a nurse with us. Like I, we specifically brought someone that was a nurse, <laughs> but I, we may not always have that. So that, that'd be a really cool training to do. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the advert Avert? Avert. Avert, yeah. Yeah, that is that stands for active violence emergency response training. It is simply put, it's a type of an active shooter program. Okay. But where it's different is instead of just teaching you to run and get away, mm-hmm. we teach you to evade. We teach you what you can hide behind that may potentially stop a bullet. How right, to right. get how to get out of there safely. Uh, we also teach you situational awareness so that you are seeing what to look for, for maybe some of those signs that something's about to happen. Oh, yeah. OK. We also teach Stop the Bleed, which is a very different program because a lot of your active shooters don't teach you how to work with this. And unfortunately, in an active shooter situation, you're not going to have EMS making it into that building for at least 30 minutes. Right, right. Law enforcement's got to come in, clear it out, yep, everything yep. else. This teaches you if somebody is injured, okay. how to control the bleeding, mm-hmm. how to keep them going until EMS can come in yeah. the building. Because depending on where the bleed is or how severe it is, yeah. a person can bleed out in three minutes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Well, what does one of those trainings look like? So say a business calls you and says, can you come in and do this training for us? What would that look like? Uh, it's usually about a four hour course. We and we prefer to do it at a business's location. Right. That we makes do, sense. Yeah. We do offer open public classes, but if we can take your employees mm-hmm. and train in your building, yeah. we train you what you can look at in your building, how to how to work within the confines mm-hmm. of your space that you're used to. And the last thing that's taught with that course is as an absolute last resort, if you have to defend, we teach yep. you disarm. Yep, yep. That makes sense. Which again is a is yeah, something that's a lot, a do. lot yeah. different than most of the programs out there. Yeah, yeah. So, are you guys just in the Billings area, or are you? No, we will travel anywhere within the state of Montana and oh, put wow. on classes. Okay. Um, we've gone as far at this point. We've gone as far as Fort Belknap, put on a couple courses up there for different programs that they're doing. 
Um, we've gone down to the reservations, a couple of different reservations to teach, mm-hmm. not only to teach our programs, but we also teach CPR instructors. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. we teach that makes you sense. to yeah. be able to teach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on your website as well. Okay, so let's shift a little bit. Maybe talk a, a little bit about why you started this business. Like, how did you get involved in this? How did this become well, a thing? We had, my wife and I both had helped teach EMT programs Mm -hmm. before we had gotten our certifications to be CPR instructors and then the wonderful pandemic hit. Yeah. And in 2021, we had to renew our certifications because just like everybody else, we have to keep ours up and current. Yep. We had to drive two hours to Bozeman. Oh, wow. To get our certifications renewed because there was nowhere here in Billings that was doing it. Okay. So we decided that, you know, it was time that there was another program Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. and another line available. Yeah. And honestly did not expect it to take off the way it has because the trainings aren't offered as much around here. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. It's it, It was shocking to me, too. But it's... I don't know if the pandemic shifted a lot of it, mm-hmm, yeah. but I know it, I know obviously it played some part in it, but it, yeah, it really kind of took me back as to how little these programs are offered in this area. I mean, I have to be certified CPR trained because I'm an instructor at the YMCA, but i a lot of that I had to do online because there wasn't another option. I mean, you have to do the actual physical part right to end it but uh, a lot of the training was just sitting in front of a computer you know learning and, and those are still options yeah. um, the thing people have to be careful of is there because of the pandemic there's a lot of these oh pay 12.99 yep. and get yep. it online they're not legit yeah yep. and i and i think that you retain information and learn it better when you're actually doing it and hands-on and you're yeah. with someone who's teaching you so and we can do both. We can do the online and yeah. we do offer it for people that are, you know, their schedules just won't allow yeah, them to be in yeah. a classroom. But we, our main offerings are the hand, mm-hmm. hands-on full class. Yeah. Yep. What kind of an impact do you think this makes on businesses to well, any, any form of tra- training in this area? Any form of training, it falls under the guidelines of something's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, and if you have... People that are trained in general first aid and can work in in that scenario, you're not reliant on an ambulance showing up that maybe is stuck on another call and can't get there for 10 or 15 minutes. Yes. And it's it's a safety factor for these Mm -hmm. businesses. Yep. As well as an OSHA compliance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a huge impact on businesses. And honestly, I feel it's a huge impact on the general public Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you know CPR and you're standing at the coffee shop Mm -hmm. and somebody goes down, you can help save that person. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That was my next question is why should an average person, someone who doesn't do a lot of dangerous activities, you know, get emergency training because they could be, it could be a matter of life and death. For somebody. It can. Yeah. It, it literally can. Mm-hmm. Um, having to wait for an ambulance to show up before CPR gets mm-hmm. put into place can be a, a yeah. completely different factor between life and death. Yeah. Uh, just like 
a big push that we do is businesses having AEDs available to the public. Yeah. Can you explain what that is for anyone an a- who doesn't know? <laughs> an AED is an automated external defibrillator. Um, a lot of people in a joke call them the car battery of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's a um, thing you see in movies where they're like, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, but these, these devices are able to be used by the general public. Yes. You're, you're smart to get training in them, but anybody can literally pick one up, turn it on and it'll tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of the biggest factors against it is the cost factor. of Yeah. Um, you know, and then a lot of businesses are afraid of liability issues. Does your CPR training include that training? Yes. Okay. Every CPR training that we offer has AED use included in it. Uh, we don't offer it without it. Yeah. That makes sense. What, what's a low hanging fruit in terms of preparedness for most businesses? What is one thing most businesses aren't thinking about that maybe they should be like that? What's that one? First aid kits. Oh, smart. Um, having having first aid kits but available. Like a first aid kit from Walmart or is there something like, is there something you can tell them you should definitely have this in your first aid kit? Sure, you can use a first aid kit from Walmart. <laughs> if Not to diss Walmart, if, but no, I'm just saying. Like, no, if, you, if you're going to make sure that, you know, it's got everything that OSHA requires, including the new changes that OSHA just put into effect. They start enforcement in October mm-hmm. that requires stop the bleed setup. So oh, tourniquets, yeah. things yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, shock blankets, the Mylar blankets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they list that stuff? Does the OSHA website OSHA list does that stuff? have okay. it. Yeah. Uh, they just literally changed the requirements in April. Oh, okay. Uh, so these are new out. That's awesome. That a lot of people <laughs> don't know about. And if you want to totally understand it, you get to pay 60 some bucks to get the rules. Uh, they don't give them to you for free. But the OSHA compliance with your first aid kits is huge. We're different than a lot of companies. We do supply companies with first aid kits. Oh, okay. Where we're different, though, is we're not going to rent you that kit and then charge you every month to have it hang on your wall. We're going to sell it to you. Oh, okay. We're going to come by and we're going to restock it for you. Oh, wow. We're going to check it once a month. If you don't, if you don't need anything, you don't pay anything. Oh. You only pay if you need, if you need a refill. Our Kits are gridded to a way that you can't overstuff them. Some okay. companies out there yeah. will show up and add five packages of Band-Aids when yeah. you don't need yeah. them. Yeah. Our system, physically, you can't yeah. do it. Yeah, that makes sense. And then also, too, we offer that we supply you an app for free that you can literally snap a picture and tell me if you run out of something between visits. Oh. And again, we will bring it yeah. out to you at no charge except yeah. for the cost of the refill. Yeah. So, so let's say that a business wants to do a training. Do you charge like a flat fee for a business to do a training with all of their employees or do you charge like um, it depends work? on the program avert? We do have a flat rate of $900 okay. up to 15 people in the class. Oh, okay. CPR training. It's based on a per person. Okay. But we do work with some companies, you know, we will, depending on the number yeah. of people they have, yeah. we'll cut a break on the price. Yeah. If we have to travel a far away, but they have a large class, we'll maybe not charge them travel fees. Right. That makes you sense. Know, you guys are they flexible. Have we try to be. Yeah. So we kind of covered the outdoor preparedness thing and why that's important. But do you offer any kind of trainings for families and kids? So 
it's, you know, summer break. This comes out, you know, in August. There's lots of families doing outdoor activities together. Uh, we are working on a program. It's We're pretty new with it, uh, but it's a babysitter instructor program oh, for cool. young children. Yeah, uh, I used to be a Girl Scout leader and we did babysitting instructing, okay. like a training for... We've it's probably done, not the same as yours was, but, you know, yeah, still. <laughs> it might not be far different, yeah. but uh, we've And you done, teach them CPR? Yep. Okay, cool. We do teach CPR to all ages. Um, we have done groups uh, with the Boy Scout troops. Oh, we've taught okay. them the yeah. wilderness first aid uh, because some of their adults have to have it for some of the trips yeah. and different yeah. things like that. We've had, we've had the Boy Scouts themselves in there and taking the classes mm -hmm. with us. Yeah. We'll teach. I mean, I think the youngest I've taught so far has been 10 years old. Mm. We are trying to put together a summer program for what's called hands-only CPR, which is a general public yeah. teaching. Yeah. It is not, you don't get certified in it, but it teaches you how to do the chest compressions. We're yeah. actually going to yeah. try to partner with a couple of businesses here in Billings and put on free classes. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Just to teach people yep. because, you know, chest chest compressions are the most important part. Yeah, yeah. And yep. if you at least know how to do that, that's a huge help. Yeah, my husband was an EMT for a long time. And okay. I, every time, every time we watch a movie, someone starts doing CPR, I'm like, don't say it. Just don't. Don't say it. I know they're doing it wrong. Because we there's hardly it's very, very rare when we watch something like they're actually doing it right. <laughs> yes. Like, you'd I, think that they would put like actors through CPR training so they at least know what the heck they're doing. But no, at least so it looked realistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My wife hates watching movies with me. I'm an ex firefighter. I'm like, really? No, that's not how you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's funny. My husband is an ex wildland fighter. So firefighter. Okay. So, I'm yeah. currently wildland certified. That okay. is actually one of the programs we are working on with oh, okay. uh, forestry service to be able oh. to offer certification for uh firefighter two, your oh, basic wildland cool. certification. Yeah. Um, so do you guys sleep? <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> you sound like you're Once doing a, a lot while. of trainings. I mean that's uh, good. It is but... it, it's it's a lot of work, uh, but we enjoy it. Um my wife and I volunteer with search and rescue for the sheriff's office. Okay. We really enjoy what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So the one of my last questions is there are a lot of kids that are experiencing really high rates of depression and anxiety. I saw something about that on your website. Can you talk a little bit about some of the resources that you have available for adults that can help kids with that or what it yes. is that you guys do? Uh, we offer that as our program called Youth Mental Health First Aid. Okay. And what that program is, is that helps adults recognize in school age children Signs of bullying, suicide, mm -hmm. depression, mm -hmm. alcohol abuse, drug abuse, yeah. and how to recognize that they're not just being kids. Yeah, yeah. This, there's something going on here. Mm -hmm. Get them to talk to you and help transition them over mm -hmm. to professional help. Yeah. Do you guys work with schools or the school district at all? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, last September, we taught the paraprofessionals and the teachers for Columbus oh, wow. School District. Oh, cool. Uh, 52 of them, I believe it uh -huh. was, <laughs> um, 
my wife is our instructor in that. It's a huge passion of hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she was actually received a certificate for being the top youth mental health first aid instructor in the state of Montana. Wow, that's cool. Congrats. For the number of people she yeah. put through. Yeah. She taught the Columbus group two days after our wedding. Oh. <laughs> we got that's married on Saturday. She is about and it. she did it on Monday. So um it's it's a very good program. It's a it's a very very smart program to take if you work with children or you have children. And it's a program that we have tried very hard to push out there yeah. to get it out to the public, to get it out. We teach first responders that uh, we've taught different uh, law enforcement groups mm-hmm. yeah, as well as different youth organizations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's super important. I'm glad it you is. guys are doing that. It is. It's a program that we're going to continue to do for as long as mm-hmm. we can do. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you if you had maybe some advice or tips, if someone wasn't going to do the avert training, what would you tell someone whose kids are, you know, heading into a school considering the things that are happening in the world with gun violence and shootings in schools and other hospitals and all kinds of places. So I guess not just schools, but anyone like, is there some tips or advice that you would give? The best thing I can give in that situation is find whatever way you can to get out of there if Mm -hmm. you can. Mm -hmm. Um, Find anything that's hard and solid to hide behind. Mm -hmm. That's probably the best tip I can give. Yeah. The, The training, we're really trying to work with schools, churches, event venues, Anything of that nature, we're trying to get this avert training out to just because it can help that. Has there. So you said that America First Response when we were talking off air is a franchise. Not a franchise. No, we are not a franchise. Okay, so you started this from the ground up. Yes. Uh, I guess my question is. Do we have any I mean, we haven't had any shootings here, so we don't have any like real hard evidence that. Getting this sort of training actually, what do you know what I'm asking? Like, ever, and we don't have to put this in the podcast. I'm just interested, like, if we have actual evidence that this kind of thing helps people to stay safe. I mean, I'm assuming that it does. But. Right. Um, there has been people that are a lot smarter than I am <laughs> <laughs> to do a lot of the research behind these programs uh-huh. and. They have shown where any type of active shooter response or understanding Mm -hmm. has changed people's way of reacting to it. Mm, That's true. Um, So they have they have shown in any way they can that, yes, it does help. It helps to keep the situation calmer. Yeah. Knowing how to react and understanding the situation is going to help in Mm -hmm. any situation. Well, that's like just like CPR training. If you're familiar with it, you've done it, you've done the training. Then when something like that happens, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this because I did this training. You're a lot more likely to actually enter in and try to help than if you had had no training and you're like, I don't know anything about this. And this freaks me out. So and even, you know, even if it's been a while since you've done the training muscle memory. Yep. Yep. Planning for it, understanding Mm -hmm. it, reviewing it, all of these different things will it'll kick in. Yeah. Um, I've been an EMT for over 12 years Mm -hmm. and it's amazing what you 
aren't thinking about that kicks in because you've been trained to do it. Right. So you said when you do the wilderness training that you actually throw people into like situations. Do you do that with your avert training too? Uh, yes, it is actually, we have, and they're, they're blatantly obvious false guns. I mean, okay, they're, they're okay. plastic, okay. they're bright orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, one of them, you can't even stick your finger around the trigger. I mean, it, they're blatantly obvious okay. fake weapons. Yeah, yeah. But during the course, we will, we will break into the room. We will teach you. Okay, yeah. Uh, we, part of the training is to throw distraction objects at somebody if you're in a room that you can't escape and yeah. they come in. So we have little, uh, like the stress balls. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd rather you throw that at me than a stapler at me. I just <laughs> talked to a teacher the other day where, gosh, I, can't, I don't know if it was here in town or a friend that's across the country, but they, they literally have uh, uh, buckets of rocks in their classroom so that if something like that happens, the kids all get a rock and, yep. and you just bombard them with rocks. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. And that's exactly what we yeah. teach is if a shooter's coming in the room, you have... Anywhere from two to four people on the each side of the door. Yeah. As the distraction items are thrown, we teach you how to grab that weapon, how to pull yeah, that weapon yeah. and pull them to the floor. Yeah. And to yeah. pop it out of their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's how we teach it. We during during the course of it, there are different things that happen and I won't say what yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. Don't give there don't are different give it all things away. that happen that <laughs> Just it grabs your yeah. attention and yeah. it makes you understand that that's how it's going to be. You're going to yeah. be in the middle of doing something and boom, this yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. So, so it's, you don't give them rocks in the training. You no, <laughs> no. I give them you squishy balls. <laughs> I do not want to get pelted with rocks. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, that's what we teach you to do. You know, yeah. backpacks even. That, that Throw a backpack sense. out. Yeah, that makes sense. Anything it, to distract. It seems like common sense. Yeah. It, but it does, when you're in, but the in situation, that situation, yeah. there is no such thing yeah. as common yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so at the end of every podcast, we do what's called the Rorschach questions. And I know that we sent you the other questions, but we did not send you these because you just get your very first, your America first response to these <laughs> questions. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first question is, what is your favorite outdoor summer activity? Actually, my favorite outdoor summer activity is to go fishing. Well, wait a minute. What kind of fishing? Whatever I can. Fly fishing or angling? Okay, I'd have to say angling. Okay, if that's we're not the way friends anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, coordinated your... enough. Oh. I keep catching myself oh. at the hook yeah, when I fly fish. What's your favorite, where's your favorite place to fish? Uh, I don't have one. Oh, okay. Um, I wherever. like to go wherever. Yeah. Wherever I can get away to, which usually is limited to within five minutes of Billings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of options. There's a lot. Yes. Of okay. What's one piece of safety gear that you always have with you? Uh, that would be a tourniquet. Really? Yes. Why? Because can you just like cut your sleeve off and like wrap it? Use that. I'm just. I, I'm like, not Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, tourniquets, they have actually proven to be so much better than all the other uh, ways out yeah. there, um, with the exception of hemostatic gauze. And considering that's 45 to 50 bucks at one time use, yeah. I'll, ta I'll take my $25 tourniquet. Okay, interesting. <laughs> cool. Okay. What is the... Um, I love this question, just considering what we just talked about. What is the best depiction of emergency response that you have seen in TV or movies? <laughs> oh, dear Lord. The best one? Yeah, do you remember when they're like, 
Yes, they are doing it right. This no. Is- <laughs> See, I know, right? Um. Okay, actually, no, I do have one for okay. you, and you'll appreciate this with what your husband does. Only only the brave. I don't know what that is. What is that? Is it a you movie? You don't know that movie? No. That is the true life mu- movie about the uh, Prescott Wildland crew. Oh. oh. Oh, my gosh. What a story. Yes. I didn't know there was a movie. Yep. Okay. All right, You've got to it see out. it. Okay. It's very, very real life. Okay, I'm, you even, your husband, tell me after the- even your husband will tell you it is very real Okay, life. awesome. We will have to check that out. Okay, last question. Favorite book or resource that relates to what you do? Or resource. Because I don't know if there's like one book, but... <laughs> oh, no, there's four books that I can count. Are you going to say the America First Response website? No. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go that cheesy on you. <laughs> I would have to say my favorite my favorite place to go for resources for this uh-huh. would be National Association of Search and Rescue. Okay. NASAR. They have okay. phenomenal books. Okay. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes for all of our listeners. Excellent. Well, it was so educational to have you here today. There's like, I want to come do all your trainings. I really want to do your wilderness training. I think it'd be really cool. Oh, um, we got one coming up. I know. I just need to. It's two whole days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. And it's of, worth it. That's a lot of weekend. That is a lot of weekend, <laughs> but it teaches you how to how to defend a whole lot more weekend. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, thank you so much, John, for joining us today, and thank you to Jack Genoway for producing. If you would like to advertise with us, suggest a topic, or even ask a question, please feel free to email us at podcast at billingschamber Don't forget to subscribe to Chambercast wherever you get your podcasts because. There's something here for everyone.